Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Match Lava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Lava, and today is Saturday, May 7, 2022. It's about midway through the day, and just been really trying to grind on figuring out different products I can sell on Amazon, and particularly trying to figure out different products that are replenishable. So, looking for products that are able to be found at retail and consistently found at retail that you can resale on Amazon. So that's what I've been working on a lot, and it's been kind of a little bit of a grind. There hasn't been, I've been able to find a lot more products today in the past couple of days than I was when I first started, but overall, still learning, still trying to figure it out, and still kind of putting in those reps, and that's really what I wanted to focus on today. That's kind of what I've been thinking about a lot, is just putting in the reps for reselling, and I think that's kind of something that you don't realize you need to do until you've like kind of started working on reselling at all. And so when I first started reselling, I remember it was really difficult to find items that were even profitable on eBay because I didn't really know what I was looking for. And so I would go to the thrift store or I would go to a retail store and I'd see all these people that on Instagram and on Twitter could find very profitable items to sell, but I couldn't find them or I they were sold out at my store or I couldn't find items on my own. I would see what they were selling, but by that time, once they've hit social media, they're usually out of stock anyways. So it was a little bit of a struggle for me to try and figure out what items are selling, what items aren't selling, and how do I kind of make this thing work? And just through being in reselling long enough, going to enough yard sales, listening to podcasts, and then joining a couple reselling groups, that kind of helped me frame my mind and adjust what I'm looking for to be a more profitable product or different items and brands that I hadn't seen before. And so it just kind of came with time and that's something that I've been thinking about a lot is how do I find products and stuff? Because I find a lot of products. I I can find a lot of products, especially if you're looking to do retail arbitrage, that's like my specialty. And not only that, but if you have a bot or you wanna go look for things in store that are maybe sold out online, that is really where I can do very well because I am very good at finding products, especially if they're sold out, figuring out which ones are selling on eBay, and a lot of that's just doing research on my own. And so that's something that I can translate, like I talked about yesterday, into an Amazon business, but I still don't really know exactly what I'm looking for. I It kind of comes with time. And so if you're new to reselling and you maybe feel like you're struggling, for me when I first started, the real struggle for me was trying to figure out what am I even looking for because there's a bajillion products out there, right? Everything that you look at in a day was a product at some point that you own, unless somebody handmade it, but even the materials that went into handmaking that were once a product themselves that somebody had to buy. And so when you look at these sorts of things, you have such a vast array of products that you can start with, and if you just start researching and researching and researching, you're going to find that most of the stuff you're looking up isn't profitable. If you maybe have a blender bottle, right? I, I have blender bottles that I use for protein shakes and stuff like that, and I use one every day for like just my water and stuff. That's not profitable. I've never been able to sell one on eBay. I've never really tried to because they're usually not profitable. If you look around your house, you may find a, a different lamp or a lampshade or a light bulb. A lot of that stuff isn't profitable. You can find that in store and a lot of it, even the stuff you can find in store that you may think, hey, this may sell on Amazon really well, some of it doesn't. And so there's more products out there that will not resell than there are that will resell. And trying to filter through those is the tough part. But a lot of that just seems to come with time, with putting in the reps and and just mentally putting in to your mental database brands and types of products that do well. And 
the way that I see it and the way that I think that it kind of works is like we're pretty adaptive. We adapt to environments pretty well as, as humans. And so when that sort of thing happens and you're training your brain to look for a certain type of product or a certain brand, you start to recognize patterns because people recognize patterns very well. And so as you start to adjust your thinking and start to recognize more patterns and types of products, it becomes easier and easier over time and you're able to eventually just kind of see things and know off the cuff, hey, that's profitable, hey, that's not. And you kind of find this weird balance between knowing something's profitable and not knowing something's profitable. And there's often times that now you're leaving profit on the table because you're not researching everything. And so it's almost nice to have somebody that doesn't necessarily know which products are profitable and not profitable so that way they can point one out to you sometimes. And a lot of podcasts I've listened to that people take their kids or people will have somebody with them or maybe just be in a store and see somebody looking at a product very like intently and stuff and then it causes them to go, hey, you know, I don't know everything. Maybe I'll, I'll pay attention to what my kid's saying or what that person was looking at and go see if that's a profitable item. Typically, I wouldn't think it is, but hey, it may be. And it ends up helping them find a, a very profitable item and especially if it's a replenishable item, one that they can continue to sell over and over and over again. And so these are just some things that I've been learning in the past couple of days. I'm not at all an expert on them, but like it's, it's the way that things seem to have been going. And so when you see that sort of thing happen, it becomes almost natural to you to be able to find these types of products and it becomes almost like, like second nature. And so don't get discouraged if you're trying to figure this out, especially like for me, I'm somebody that kind of gets frustrated pretty easily. And so when I'm not finding things and things don't seem like they're going very well and it seems like I'm kind of struggling trying to find products for a business, especially after having been able to find products so easily for so long, it's kind of a thing where I'm just learning over the basics again. It's kind of the starting like from scratch, starting from the basics and just trying to get uh, the very, very basic nuances of this type of reselling down. So that's what I've been working on today. Nothing crazy, really just been on my computer. Been using a couple tools that have been super helpful. So if you do decide to do Amazon and you wanna do either retail arbitrage or like what I'm doing, the replan stuff, there's a couple things that have been super helpful for me. Keepa is obviously a given. You have to have Keepa. It's like the number one tool out there. You have to have it if you want to sell on Amazon because the thing is Amazon's rank, their bestseller rank changes. It, it's very dynamic, right? So it changes all the time. And Keepa has tracked that rank for I don't know how many years, I think five plus years. So they are able to tell you what the rank has been over time and then what the price has been over time. And with that, you can make an educated decision on if you're getting a good deal or not. That's the original use of Keepa was to help buyers determine if they're getting a good deal on Amazon. And so as a seller, it also helps you know if you're getting a good deal because you wanna know if you can sell it on Amazon for a profit. And if for some reason, it just randomly went out of stock or Amazon was carrying the product and they randomly went out of stock, you wanna be able to tell that, hey, they're probably gonna bring this back in stock. So this is either a very quick flip for me or I just won't buy the product because if Amazon's on the product, they get good enough pricing that they will make sure that the product is unsellable for everybody else and they will continue to sell it until people either lower their price or they kind of like make sure that nobody else is gonna sell because Amazon wants to sell out of their product first. It's their site, their rules. So that's one that's one tool that you need to have. And I think another one that's been super helpful has been Asin Zen. It's also similar to one called RevSeller is the other one that I hear a lot of people bounce around and they're both similar. They both tell you just when you click on an Amazon listing, you click on it and it shows you all this information, the bestseller rank, and it brings it all to the top of the page. And that's really helpful because you have the rank up there, but you also have into like key metrics like 
how many times it's sold per month and you can do different things like there's a button to just quick copy the title and search it on Google if you want to search for the item and see where you can buy it at. There's all these different tools up there that make it really really helpful as well as a built-in calculator that I think is updated currently to what Amazon's uh, structure is because Amazon I don't know if you've ever looked at their fee structure it's insane because they have so many different categories and stuff that they have different fees for all of those. So it calculates that and you don't have to worry about doing it and it's all right on the page, which is super helpful. So that's something else I've been using. And the third thing I've been using that a lot of people don't talk about is DS Amazon Quick View, but the extended version. Everybody says, oh, I just have the free version. And if you're doing any sort of volume on Amazon and you're doing the sort of research where you're going through looking for products on there, especially for replens, I don't understand why people don't have the extended version. It was like $25. And the thing about the extended version is you can filter out all products on a search page that Amazon's currently selling, which is just a game changer because so many people say, avoid those products or you can look at them, but usually they're a waste of time because Amazon controls the buy box and they'll always give themselves the buy box unless you're so egregiously priced underneath them that it just doesn't make any sense for them to sell at that price. Right? If they're selling a product for $100 and you can price it at $20, they are probably not going to meet you at the buy box. They're probably going to say, screw this guy, let him sell out. He only has 10 units, he'll sell out immediately, and then we'll just bump it back up to $100 and we'll rule the buy box again. But this product allows you to like filter out all that, which is a game changer because there's so many page listings that just have Amazon on every listing. And so it immediately hides them on the page for me which has been so helpful because instead of having to look and make sure that each listing doesn't that I want to look at, there's a little indicator that says Amazon on listing, Amazon on listing. But instead of scanning those, it just removes them all from the page. And that way I can scroll through. And if there's only two results on the page, those are the only two that Amazon's not on. And so for that alone is, is profitable. But then the other thing is there's a Keepa chart included. So if you buy Keepa and you buy the extended version of QuickView, which I think the QuickView is like a one-time purchase for me. So you can view the Keepa chart right on the search results page. And in there, you can find out obviously the rank, how much it's been selling for. And then there's a little box at the bottom. You can click called statistics. It'll tell you how many times on average it's sold per month in the past year. Super, super helpful. And so many people say you can just use the Keepa extension because it has a built-in chart that if you hover over an item, you can set it up to hover over an item. It'll show you a little chart in the bottom corner of the page, which is helpful but it only shows you the sales rank chart. It doesn't show you how many sellers have been on the listing. It doesn't give you a really in-depth analysis of it. It doesn't give you an interactive chart. This does. And so for me, anybody that's doing this at scale, if they don't have the extended version of, of DS Amazon Quick View, it's like, what are you doing? Because it's 25 bucks and it's such a game changer for me. I'm obvious, well, I'm not affiliated with them in any way either, which if they want to reach out to me, by all means, go for it. I like the product. But there's just, there's some products out there that I feel can really change the way you work. And one, this has to be one of them if you're doing Amazon at scale, especially something where you're trying to buy stuff at retail and sell it on Amazon and you're trying to do a replenishable model. It's such a game changer for me because I can do the research in about a quarter of the time it would take to do research the old way I was doing it, where I'd look at each product, I'd have to scan through with my eyes and see, hey, is Amazon on it? Are they not on it? And there's the little yellow box that says, sure, they're on it, but you still have to look at each one and make sure it's not on there. And it's just easier to have those filtered out. And then I would have to open up the page in a new, like hit right click, hit open in a new tab and look and see what the Keepa chart was with an interactive Keepa chart because it didn't have that on the search results page like it does now. So 
just super helpful stuff for me that's like actually way way quicker to do the research and if you can save yourself time and it's not that expensive you have to do it because eventually your time is going to way outgrow what it's worth and, and i value my time way more than 25 dollars an hour anyways because i want to be able to make more than that and so to, to spend $25 to save myself probably at least an hour just today. Imagine the results and the return on investment on that in, in the future as I continue to do work. And then as I outsource that, the, the virtual assistant I outsource that sort of thing to can then do the work much quicker as well. That's one of the things I like to do. It sucks sometimes doing the monotonous work, but if I can do the work first, then I can kind of work my way through it, figure out what the fastest, most efficient way to do it is and, and maybe that's the one thing I got from engineering is that I do like to do things as fast and efficient as possible when it comes to work and so I kind of always am trying to shave off as much time as I can because it's just the way that that I am I'm like wired to do things trying to figure out if I'm doing work I want to figure out what's the fastest most efficient way to do it and sometimes it's to like my detriment but other times especially with systems it helps a lot because I can outsource work and make sure that the virtual assistant is working as fast and efficient when they're doing the task as possible which then just kind of like pays itself over and over and over again so that's what I've been working on today it's been kind of fun I, I've been enjoying it a lot more today than I was before and I think part of it is just getting some of that monotonous crap out of the way figuring out what tools I like to use figuring out a system and once I have a system in place I can sit down and almost be like let's go to work let's get this done let's really get some products figured out here and find some new products I can sell on Amazon if I'm gated let's look into how I can get ungated on them whether I need to buy in bulk and then get an invoice sent in or whatever I need to do but let's get some some products flowing in here because now I have a system in place and it's starting to feel more like I'm running a business instead of just some random guy on the internet right now and so that's kind of the process that I've been using for Amazon obviously I still run an eBay business and stuff I, I have that down pat and I, I pretty much understand what I'm doing with that really well but starting on a new site or starting something completely new is a big change and it always kind of feels like you have your your head just kind of like bobbing in the water and you're trying to just keep afloat because you're out there and you don't know what you're doing uh, similar scenario to like almost being just left out at sea so that's kind of what I've been trying to work through is just in my head trying to figure out systems trying to figure out ways that I can outsource this figure out the most efficient way possible to do research for this and then hopefully be able to outsource it to a virtual assistant when that time comes so anyway with that being said I'm gonna let you guys go you guys have a great rest of your Saturday have a great weekend and I will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast have a good one peace